0: believe that, so I let them borrow these mics, that is to say all of uh, our friend's band, Mm -hmm. and they claimed that they left stickers in here for me. There were zero stickers. What stickers were they trying to give you? I I don't know. They don't have stickers of their own. I think that they were, well, that's the thing, is I guess they did. They were trying to give me stickers of Jeb Bush, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Like Vote, the Vote Jeb? No, no. uh, It's their upcoming album cover, or, or EP cover, called Jeb. And it's like Jeb Bush kind of like look at like mean, mean mug in a camera while he's inside of a crowd of people in black and white. I love every part of that. Oh, dude, it's awesome. (laughs) And it just says Jeb in red letters, like kind of opaque so you can see through it. Um, It's it's fucking cool. And uh, yeah, I was really excited to open this thing up to crack this bad boy open. And I texted him and I'm like, yo, you said that there were stickers. No, no stickers. No fucking stickers. What a shame. It is. Alright, are we recording? you want me to start? We are recording! Hello,
1: and welcome to a spooky, supernatural edition of Room Temperature Suite. I'm your animated skeleton
0: host, Chris Walker. And I'm Santino... Bloody Bride... Tartaglia. Ooh! Um,
1: So, uh, as is becoming a theme on this show, we're a little bit late again this month. I think we should just move it to the middle of the month. (laughs) (laughs) And then we won't be
0: late anymore. Well, to be fair, okay, so we'll obviously hey we're sorry for being late for once we have actually really good reasons we we both had injuries mine mine a little more serious and prevented me from coming in uh long story short i had something happen to my face so i had to get some stitches i had like yeah, post, man post concussive stuff so i i just i couldn't you know i, I couldn't do this and I'm, I'm sure everybody's gonna be cool about that but uh we're sorry for continuing to be late as yeah as we do uh i think if people just expect us to be late Either we can
1: surprise them (laughs) or meet their expectations. Uh, But since we're so late, I don't want to waste anybody's time. Let's just jump in. A lot of good stuff came out recently. So instead of just doing one shout-out from last month, I'm going to do two. Okay. Uh, So first up, I have Stop Dying by Bat House. Uh, these dudes are from Boston, and if you remember, we actually played a show with them in uh, Providence I, I actually a time. I actually do. I fucking do. Um, when so you said the name, I was like, ooh! Yeah, so they're still doing their cool psychedelic lo-fi kind of revival thing, which I remember being really into at the time. Um, and it's mashed up with some mathy complexity. And I gotta say, this one in particular really does it for me. So they're self-titled from last year, which I believe we heard songs from. Uh, It didn't hit me in quite the same way, even though it's a similar kind of vibe. Uh, But this one is really sing-songy and spacey and really brief. It's kind of, it starts and then it's over, Uh, which can be a good thing in some ways, because it just kind of makes you want to rewind and start again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They're kind of, if I had to classify them, I would say they're kind of the indie pop answer to the more deep prog sensibilities of someone like richmond virginia's own night idea
0: okay um, okay okay okay
1: so yeah if that sounds good to you dear to listener um i'm gonna recommend you start with the track city proper um and a point i always like to bring up the album artwork is super cool yeah so that's always a uh a running theme for me so the next album you should check out if you haven't already uh the self-titled debut of london's a toda so
0: a toad does so
1: yeah i don't know if there's a joke to the name or anything but I think that's how you pronounce it. A toe oh, oh okay.
0: I thought you were actually saying a toe does so. No. <laughs> As in, like, my face got sewed shut recently. No, <laughs> no I, maybe that's it. Oh, sorry. Spooky. Ooh, Ooh. my face was sewed
1: shut. Uh, I, this is a band whose name I've seen around quite a bit, but I never gave him, the, like, a proper listen or gave him the time of day. Um, but this one I did. So at first it sounds a little like cookie cutter, if you were just going to be like, what is instrumental rock? Let me look it up in the sound dictionary that I have next <laughs> okay. to me that plays sound clips <laughs> yep. uh, when it wants to define things. But what really makes it stand out is the prominence of the bass, Yeah. which might interest you a little bit. It so, always interests me. What One
0: so, of the bands I have coming up.
1: It, <laughs> so it takes all these gentler sections, and it gives them this depth and edge that most bands wouldn't have thought to accentuate. So those parts where they're just like, oh, let's do something... Let's do something sort of sort of chill and even here. The bass is like wow 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 wow, um, which is dope. Um, some of the middle tracks uh, get a little bit repetitious in parts, uh, but overall there are a ton of standout moments throughout that I think are worth multiple listens.
0: So what you got this month? So this month, I got okay. So get this: two piece band from New York City, good old USA, called bangladeffy or Bangladeshi? uh new out- york city <laughs> uh, the band ribbon cutter uh awesome that we have something that's homegrown in the fucking usa let's let, let's take the time to appreciate that i actually have good news about something happening in america like i feel like all we have is bad news for everybody you know what i mean this podcast is made in america that's good news that's good news i mean we bring good news but it's usually world news i mean every other thing every other band i have to talk about is from like the uk or, or mm. well i guess we'll get to it nothing nothing else from america for me you know you
1: america. know what else is good that comes from america polar polar seltzer 100 natural and calorie free
0: only from 40 minutes north of here yeah I kind of want to visit the Polar factory and see if they'll I know that, just give us a tour. I know that we're not supposed to be like in the middle of a segment talking jokes, but not that it's a joke. It's a true story. We, you and I very recently drove by that factory, Yeah, and we were re- very, very seriously talking about whether or not they had a company store that we could just go buy Polar at.
1: Yeah, if anybody who works for Polar um, or anybody who knows somebody who works at Polar is listening right now... Uh, we are very into sponsorships yes. we don't have any sponsors right now we'll, we will we i'm happy to plug polar for free we have, but if you want to yeah. give us money yes i'll We've, i'll
0: plug polar or just free polar yeah or i mean i'll pay regular price for polar <laughs> if, if you want to sponsor us <laughs> and have me pay for the polar i'm not even mad all right tell me more about ribbon cutter so ribbon cutter is this excellent album uh, people who are fans of maybe Lightning Bolt or Mutoid Man or, like, Popcorn going off in a microwave could really get down on this. These guys are kind of a uh, a rhythm nightmare or maybe a dream, uh, very syncopated, very, like, constantly hitting these beats that seem like they're on the beat, then they're off the beat, then they're on, and it's kind of fucking great. Uh, they have these, like, tracks that are uh, full. It, it, so for one, it's a full-length album. Let's get that out of the way. And these tracks, there's nothing but exploring the relationship between like a heavy, shrill kind of bass and a drummer, which is super badass, which is why I like, you know, it, it reminds me of those things like when I was talking about last episode, how much I love like you Nildred know, Escape Plan or or the number 12, uh, very much in line with that. So you'll have this track that's just drum and bass. It'll be awesome. It'll be right in your face. And then one song later, it's all synths in a drummer. And then all of a sudden you're hearing like these vocals that maintain like this identity of the sound that you just heard. They maintain that affected kind of hard rhythm Uh, but now there's a man yelling at you and that occasionally dips into screaming um it's fucking cool so anyone who has a lot of energy or a lot of anger in their hearts this is an album for you i have a lot well i wouldn't say i have a lot of anger in my heart i have probably the normal amount of anger in my heart does it would this appeal to me i think it would i mean especially because i know that you used to like the number 12 yeah yeah i do like lightning bolt yeah, if you like lightning bolt, if you like the number twelve, if, if any of those things speak to you, I mean, it's it's something that's really awesome because I've definitely aged out of listening to music like this, um, mm. like a personal level, like not that there's an age limit, but uh, but here I am, ex- very, just very excited to hear something like this, which is which is actually really awesome. And as we've been doing this podcast, I'm discovering that that's still something I could listen to, and it, it's really cool to to have something to actually look forward to instead of look behind at and go. I remember the days. Speaking of looking forward to things, Mm.
1: we got some good stuff coming up in October. Some spooky stuff. Spooky. Um, Actually, you're not wrong. uh, I'm not wrong. And I want to say, it's been eight long years. And almost out of nowhere, Daughters announced You Won't Get What You Want, slated for release on October 26th.
0: Yeah, and that is to say that you will get what you want.
1: And I, I'll get what I I mean, I'm hoping it's not a big ruse and that on the 26th they'll just be like, it doesn't exist, and then erase all <laughs> traces of it from the internet. That'd actually be the best. <laughs> that would actually be really fun. <laughs> I would. I think I'd respect them more. I, I wouldn't even be mad about it. Yeah. Um, but I, I think you. in a couple of weeks I will be getting what I want because I'd say I'm a Daughters fan. Um, which is only compounded a little bit by the fact that they're hometown heroes for us. So those those boys are from Providence as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, but if you're not familiar with them, a dear listener, imagine, if you will, a regular rock record being played through a distorted street <laughs> organ while Elvis Presley, after spending the last few decades in some dark corner of hell, wails through the contents of his tortured soul, and you might have a pretty good idea of what Daughter sounds like. So if you dig... Weird, deeply rhythmic sounds, I think you'll be down for the New Daughters record. And probably their last one, their self-titled one from 2010. Um, so there are three very serious jams out already at the time of this recording. And just like the rest of their back catalog, it sounds basically like nothing else I've ever heard before. Right. Uh, they're one of those bands that it's. It, I use a really dumb metaphor like I just did because it's hard to describe them in any other way. Yeah. Like you have to kind of just go way off the beaten path to even give someone the idea. Um, so I, I say you should check out the song The Reason They Hate Me over on Bandcamp for a good look of what you can expect at the end of this month.
0: This was definitely one of those ones that I had to text you about to make sure that at least one of us was bringing up.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm like, I've, I've had my finger on the button for pre-ordering this <laughs> vinyl for about a month now because it's called London Fog. Yeah. And the preview they had, obviously the the vinyl's going to come out probably looking a little bit different as it always does, because um, they get these like, you know, mock-ups from the factory before it's ever printed, but it's this like dark green color on the top half and like a sort of smoky gray blue on the bottom half with like a little bit of
0: shine of just this burnt orange and yellow in the middle. It's, there's all this like black woven throughout. It's so good. If anyone if any, any of our listeners might know the answer to this. London Fog, I think, is a fairly expensive brand of clothing you can buy, also. so have yeah, raincoats, yeah. Yeah, so that might be a play on that. Or it's not. It's also
1: uh, a drink that I think is, I want to say it's either just coffee and Earl Grey tea, or it's Earl Grey tea with like a shot of espresso. But I always mm. want to try it, but then
0: I, I was chicken out. It actually sounds like something I would drink. Speaking of things to drink, uh, my album this month, or my upcoming album for next month, this month because we're recording it in the same month is punching swans uh the album faces i really like that name (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh they are from kent uk so maybe they could tell us about london fog uh their album's dropping october 26th so this is a three-piece band which is impressive because when you hear them they will sound like a four maybe five piece band um it's what something that they described as maybe sort of a concept album about a Rogues Gallery of Dick Tracy Villains, which really speaks to me because maybe it's because I'm constantly writing fictional villains for like D&D or I get a kick out of some comic books or some anime bullshit. So I love that. Um, Every song is called Something Face. So like one of the two songs you can preview today as of the time of this recording is called Bloody Face. And it was a it was a kick ass way to, to get into it because you can just see how they're just singing in character and like talking about the character. Uh, so the music itself is fun, is how I would describe it. It's distorted. It's kind of always dancey, kind of like a disco beat. Is at l- The two songs you can hear, it happens in both. It reminds me of some older, like, Foxy Shazam tracks, which I hope isn't a turnoff for everyone. Uh, but the singer kind of has that, like, delivery that I don't want to say it's, like, circus-y, but I I couldn't think, of, like, it, a ringleader. Like, I couldn't mm. think of any other way to describe it. Like, weird voices, character voices in a major way. And then a bunch of chaotic guitar riffs and breaks letting way to like a gang vocals that are just screaming, whoa, in just different ways, which was uh, it's really fucking cool. Um, I still think that there's a major need for a band with a charismatic front person. Uh, and I know that seems to be the opposite of what's in vogue, where I feel like every singer is flat. I don't care too much about this. And after every song, they have one syllable. Thanks after every song uh and and like i I, want to see the exact opposite i want to see this charismatic like weirdo like uh, choking themselves out with a microphone i don't know that this is their their live performance i could be totally wrong about this uh but based on what i heard on this album i would love to see this band live uh just after my face heals so i i get i often get
1: uh foxy shazam and biffy Clyro mixed up (laughs) and i don't know if they even
0: sound the same i I wish i knew biffy Clyro was Uh, i would give you foxy foxy shazam famously uh has a a couple songs or at least one song on cartoon network of all places really yeah um and on the same album that the song that was on cartoon network they have their like famous song uh that's um I I don't know how to describe it. There's no let's 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 keep moving. Let's keep moving. This month's band name is Turtle
2: Ouija. Ooh. Include that
1: Camarena News. We got a new edition of Camarina news for you this month. Polyphia put out a new album called. New levels, new devils, and if you skip ahead to track number seven entitled Yas, <laughs> you'll find the smooth, R and B soaked, prog braised, technical finger tapped, all day simmered genre melting soup stylings of none other than Boy Wonder, Oceanside's finest, Mario Camarena. <laughs> Also, Eric Hansel's in there, too. Um, and that does it for this month's edition of Camarena News. In other news, uh, something that pertains to me and my interests very, very deeply, Adam Betts put out a new song. Chiboy, uh from Three, Three Trap, Trap Tigers. Tigers. Uh, he's the drummer over there. He put out an album under his own name in 2016. Called Colossal Squid, and I think he's just going by Colossal Squid right now, which I really like for that's actually a cool. project name. Yeah. Um, the song itself is called. Find it right here.
0: It's called "I Lost Detroit." Okay. Okay. Um, I think Detroit
1: lost itself. I think it did as well. Um, so this guy is one of my personal favorite working musicians. I'm, like, always impressed by what he does, and I could just watch him do things all day. So it's really good that he puts out videos for basically everything he does. Yeah. Like, if you go back to Colossal Squid, I think there might be a video for every track. Um, he did that, <laughs> did that entire album live, which is nuts when you watch it, because he sort of mixes—I don't know if you're familiar with this guy— uh, only TTT. He mixes um, like synth samples. He has a bunch of pads and stuff. He mixes that with um, acoustic drums and he just does everything on the fly and it's fucking nuts to watch him go cuz he just it's so effortless and he makes these these this essentially what 3 Trap Tigers does by themselves or, or, or he does what 3 Trap Tigers does all by himself. Yeah. Which is nuts because you just think about the amount of i think about like the amount of pre-planning that goes into it and it 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 rips my brain in half and i can't even i don't have that much effort in my whole body um (laughs) i can speak to that um but he has this way of playing um that sounds electronic like when he's playing like the acoustic portions of his set and it complements those synth pad sounds but it's totally organic it's crazy to watch it because if you just heard it you'd think oh that's just all programmed but it's he's playing it in such a way where he's so on he's so he's uh-huh. like he's like a machine with a heart it's it's amazing to watch um maybe he has a pacemaker that'd be that'd be a weird twist he'd be part man actual part man part machine <laughs> yeah um but this track's a little different because it features a live vocalist who's named saint savior i've never heard of her before um okay but it's it the the song itself starts out with this complex but still groovy beat um and it just complements the vocals it, and in the last third of the song, it's really funny to watch because because it, he dips into this ludicrously complex beat and you just you just watch her try to navigate it with with the same chorus and whatever yeah. she's had before. Um and I don't know the order it was recorded in, like I don't know if he did the drum track first or they recorded the vocals first or whatever, but like I can imagine she goes into the studio, and she hears this backing track, and she gets that last chunk and just goes, what what the fuck do you want me to even do with this? Because <laughs> I, I can't. Um, but the sub news here, which I think is the bigger piece of news, uh, is that there's a new Colossal Squid album coming out, and oh. he announced that with this song. So it's called Curse These Metal Hands, which I guess, I guess speaks to him being part machine. <laughs> yeah, I, there seems to be a theme here. Um, so moving on, uh, in other album news, we've known that Alarmist has been putting together something for a while, uh, and they put out a cool piece of album artwork. This isn't a huge piece of news. I just thought it looked really nice. And that means we're getting closer and closer to a new Alarmist album, which is always a good thing. And we also get to hear more of your album artwork Mm. motifs. You should put together a mood board. I really want to. Um, I mean, I, I know. So the last, the, the last Colossal Squid album had really good album artwork. It sort of had like a... I want to say it had like a rat fink thing going on,
0: but in not a shitty way. Hey, hey, I have, <laughs> I, okay, La- ladies and gentlemen, I have Ed Roth, big daddy, fucking big daddy, big daddy rat uh, on my on my wall. Oh yeah, but I was I looking around, right. around for it. it. Moved, I think, since last time. Yeah, I, I knew I it was here. Got new furniture cleaned up, but um, yeah, it looks it
1: looks nice in here.
0: Yeah, thanks, everybody. My room looks nicer. Yeah, it's it's very clean. Yes uh yeah don't don't be dissing that that's, that's a good, it's a classic <laughs> hey, classic art style
1: it's not my cup of tea, but in this way it really works for me okay um so i'm sure that one's gonna have a good album art too um uh, and the last piece of news we have today is unfortunately a very sad piece of news uh dan beasley lost the fight to cancer recently um so if you haven't been up on the story dan beasley from cleft um he was diagnosed with stage four brain cancer a while ago, uh, and he went through chemotherapy and radiotherapy, and um, he actually got a couple of clear scans back. Um, and then, you know, they found uh, they found more more tumors after surgery and things like that. So he's he's had a real rough battle. It looked like things were on the up for a while. Um, I think he even went out and played like a couple shows. And uh, yeah, it was just a, just a couple days ago,
0: uh, passed away. That. I don't think there's any. I don't think we've had to actually deliver news like this, and I'm sure anyone who knows knows already. Like, I'm I'm sure we're not on the pulse, so you guys probably already know. But
1: yeah, it's a huge bummer. It
0: um, fucking sucks to have to talk about it here. Yeah, so we just wanted to say,
1: you know, uh, condolences to his family and friends. Yeah, we wish you all um, the best. He was a he, he seemed like a real solid dude. I uh, you know I never got to meet him in person, but it just seemed like a seemed like an overall great guy. So yeah, it sucks. That fucking sucks. Hey there, listeners. It's your old spooky skeleton pal, Chris, here, your host now and forever. And it's that time again. It's time for me to ask for your help to go out, rate, review, leave us a nice comment, share with your friends, um, and email the CEOs and heads of marketing at Polar Beverages. Uh, to get their ad dollars onto this show. We really want to have a sponsor we can believe in, and I think the only way to do that is to prove to them that we are legit and actually a, as big a deal as we want them to think. Um, so go on iTunes, rate us there, leave us a review, share around with your friends, link to us on Twitter. Go on to MySpace, drop a link there, head don't, over onto don't, Friendster. Don't go to MySpace or Friendster. Um, go up onto to um, recreate the app Vine, make okay. a Vine that's calling us out, and uh, go out and tell all your friends about the podcast, if they like music at all, or if they just like delicious, 100% natural, calorie-free, carbonated beverages, handmade in the United States since 1882, polar seltzer sponsor us
0: one month ago to the day that it happened which I actually don't know if it was exactly one month ago but someone might be listening to it at at that point we I I had a whole thing about the band Weary Eyes they were in my um, last month's inbox zero if I'm not mistaken or I am mistaken, actually. But that doesn't matter. Because what does matter is we were talking about Captain Nowhere. We were talking about are there different definitions of North. And we were talking about all, all this stuff. Uh, we got a response from the band Weary Eyes to if anyone had the same questions we did. Which I think the most pressing was, was it a concept album? And who is Captain Nowhere? Uh, the answer is, yes, it's a concept album. And Captain Nowhere is a character that they created who is... Based on something I didn't see coming, uh, apparently a character, um, Albert, or uh, the butler from Batman. Prince Albert. Prince Albert. (laughs) Prince Albert. Uh, Alfred is his name, uh, who told Bruce Wayne to follow his true north. I guess it's kind of based on that. Uh, That's the metaphor they're going for, is that guiding light kind of thing. In two... There are different definitions of north, or at least according to Wikipedia, which is what they are quoting. There's true north, magnetic north, and grid north. So, like, who knew? I mean, I guess somebody knew, but I didn't know any of that stuff. Why do we fall down, Master Wayne?
1: (laughs) So, returning to a segment uh, that I uh, personally like every month unsolicited advice in this segment we take to reddit the math rock subreddit and we answer your questions without prompting or provocation so i have a few questions for you and i think we're gonna start with this one uh this is gonna be less so a question and i guess more of a survey okay so this uh question jazupa fbi that guy's a cop um, he says emotions in math rock. Got myself into math rock lately. Congratulations. Started listening to bands and artists like Polyphia, Hey, Tricot, Hella, Pliny. As I'm still new to the math rock genre, I thought to myself, what emotion did the author try to conclu- try to? I think he meant to say include. Try to include in the music. With some songs, it got really difficult to describe the atmosphere or emotions, etc. Sometimes I just think that music is emotionless, but the melodies are nice. So I would still listen to it. Here I'm asking the question, what you felt when you listened to the songs below. And he linked four songs. Okay. So I'm going to play them. Um, and I just want you to tell me just the first. I'm going to play, I guess I'll play like 10 seconds of it. And then you just say the first emotion that comes to mind.
0: All right. I'm going to censor this because I, I don't know if we have permission to use it. So. Nah,
1: it falls under fair use. So let's just put it in there. <laughs> okay. All right. So the first one is Goose.
0: By Polyphia. How does it make you feel? I, I think I felt impressed. I felt like he was sad, but not sad enough to stop being impressive. Not sad enough to stop playing guitar. Not sad enough to stop playing guitar. Being
1: sad sometimes inspires you to play the guitar, like in blues music. But when
0: when are you sad enough that you stop? Have you ever heard The Cure? Yeah, I think at a certain point they stopped having guitar in their music, and they were too sad. They're
1: they had to move sad. on to other instruments. What's the What's the saddest instrument that you can play? I guess not the saddest
0: instrument, but the the instrument that you want to play most when you're sad. Um, if If you're being serious, it'd probably be the piano. But if you're being more serious, it'd probably be the oboe. Mm. No one hears an oboe and is happy. Yeah, not many people have the embouchure for it. No, no. So the next song is Shibuya by Covet. Okay. What do you feel? This sounds to me like there have been several scientific advancements, mostly in naming certain species of animals. And they had just read the article, and they were very stoked. So
1: you would say you feel stoked because new animals have been discovered. Yes, or named, or whatever. Yes. All right. Next up, the song E
0: by Tricot. How does that make you feel? Okay, so I've seen anime. (laughs) <laughs> so I know the answer to this one. this one this one is uh, adventure. This one's the sense of adventure that comes with adversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this, this is definitely the feeling of, um, of moving forward, moving upwards uh, and having to be tough about it.
1: Yeah, holding your, holding your fist up into the
0: air um, with tears in the corner of your eyes as the sun sets behind you. Yes, because your your mentor has become the beast. they always said you'd have to fight, but you don't know why. It's true. Next up, one eight hundred ghost dance by Hella. Oh,
1: come on. How does that make you feel? I, I I let that go a little bit longer because
0: things got interesting uh, right at the thirty second. No, mark. I hated that. You There's hated no, it? it. <laughs> well, no, because I liked it, but like, it, uh like uh, okay. Um, fuck. This is. This is the feeling of of. Of having a, a choreographed dance go really well, followed by an immediate interpretation of dance that is like a free form, but it's part of the same dance. Um, I'm trying to think. Th- this is like watching two people, professionally sword fighter, like professional sword fighters, going at it and and trying to kill each other, and then at a certain point they get angry and they lose all form. This is that whatever mm. feeling that is. Mm. I got the same feeling I think I would get if I was
1: standing in line at the bank or a store or something like that, and there was a person arguing with the teller or cashier who was just clearly wrong, oh, and they no. just wouldn't hear it, but then security came. <laughs> See, I, I, thought, I, I thought you were
0: going to say this is what it's like to get cut in line.
1: No, and, yeah. I, and like you, you just feel like anxious, like you want this person to leave, but then you feel like a sense of justice, but you're still mad. <laughs> yeah, because they in the end, they still got to do it. Yeah, they still they still took time away from your life and yeah. like forced themselves into your orbit and you didn't ask for that. Nobody asks for it. No. Uh so that was uh, that was it for that question. He just wanted to know about those four songs. Okay. So we don't really have to talk about our emotions beyond that. Okay. Cuz that's all he wanted to know. I so, think we nailed it. Um uh, I closed the tab so whatever FBI cop guy on the <laughs> bathrock subreddit. I hope that helps. Um, those are the emotions we feel, so hopefully we can help you understand your own emotions. Uh, the other question I picked out for this month was, why Math Rock's song title often so long and odd? (coughs) Take Giraffe Giraffe stuff, for example. And then he listed, famously, the one you can't pronounce, I am, she, him, me, her. Yep.
0: Uh, he just wants to know why they're so long and odd. I mean, I think it's the culture of Math Rock, right? Yeah, I mean, not that all of it's instrumental, but because a lot of it is, I think that we have to infuse a lot of the aspects that we're going for into the titles. Mm. And I think that because we sound so pretentious when we try to discuss the music, that there's something really, uh, there's a good fallback to say like, oh yeah, it's a 13 over seven time signature in the, the, the player, uh recorded it on a boat while looking out at dolphins and the name of the song is i punched you in the dick you punched me in the heart like there's something (laughs) there's something about being able to do that 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 helps like take away from how much of an asshole you sound like when you talk about it
1: yeah because i think i think there's the um the the need to differentiate yourself from this this lineage of like prog rock where they'd have like the second coming of the stars, part two, volume three, right. wherein upon the hero brandishes his sword upon
0: the starlit night. Yeah, which, get you know, honestly, I think there's certain bands that can get away with that. Yeah, Like, like if you're like a Norwegian band that kind of sings about fantasy, mm-hmm. like, there's an amount of not taking yourself seriously that they can do by taking themselves seriously Yeah, that I don't think that we... I don't think that we're bold enough to get away with in this culture.
1: Yeah. I think just having an absurd title is also, it's kind of disarming as well. Like you get into it. Like if you sit down to listen to this rock opera epic, it's, it might be kind of intimidating because you're like, am I going to, am I going to want to get through this? And am I going to like it? Whereas if you just have this wacky title that you look at and go, what the the fuck even is this? Yeah, It's kind of, it, it lowers your defenses a little bit. I think it's kind of a good inroad. I mean, I, I started listening to uh, You Slut because of their name, yeah. Because it was I was like that's fuck that's hilarious. I yeah. gotta hear them,
0: and they turned out to be great. Um, I think that happens often for a lot of us. I think yeah. We, I think we can all talk talk, uh, talk about exactly that. Which I mean, he he does bring up a point. Why does that have to be every band? I don't think it's every band. No, but certainly I, not. I, I do think that the the fun that yeah. math rock tends to have leans into that. Yeah, and I think it is for the better. Yeah, I think it's yeah, like you said,
1: it's just part of the culture now. Um, kind of the way that traditional uh classic rock just needs to sing about rock and roll (laughs) at least once or twice (laughs) yeah like like, i
0: love rock and roll yeah i want to rock and roll all night yeah rock and roll ain't noise pollution oh that's a god damn that's a good one it really just it lays out every time you hear that you just know
1: it's a thesis statement it is is. what it is Is what they're trying to tell you (laughs) um so some of the posts on on this particular thread or some of the comments on this particular post Um, from Thambassador. I also noticed this trend. Thanks. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Finally, someone with some insight. Uh, Bombardier Bridget says, because it's fun, and someone had fun with it, and then other people in the community decided to do it too, and now it's a Math Rock meme, and thinking of it that way makes it feel kind of quaint and adorable, which makes me smile every time I see such a title. So that's what I'm going with. That's pretty much exactly what we said. Not a bad way to think about it. Uh, Top voted comment. It always seemed to me that a lot of these bands with the long song titles don't have vocals, so I guess they gotta put some words in there somewhere. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, uh, so that that solves the problem. Yeah, we didn't even need to come in here and do this. This guy cracked it.
0: Yeah, I mean, between those two comments, they just said what we said Fucking better. Nailed it. Um, so that does it for
1: unsolicited advice this month. We hope uh, we've helped you in some way with your various Math Rock questions. Uh, if you want some solicited advice, you can always send your questions to us at roomtemppodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or send them to us on Facebook or comment on this post or whatever. Uh, don't matter. Moving into another nice segment I
0: like. Bandcamp reviews. Oh, oh uh, God, I, I saw I, I I was looking at your show notes instead of mine mm. just so I could see if you were doing daughters and wowie zowie was I in. I loved one of them. I fucking I lost it. I thought you wrote it at first.
1: Nah, it's something I might have written. Um, so this is going to it's gonna I think spoil my non math album for this month. Eh, whatever. It might. Um, you tell me if you want to hear a bandcamp review of the album Snuff by Linguinata or a Bandcamp review of Reflections of a Floating World by Elder. Uh, I would say Linguinata. Okay. So from the from the Bandcamp page for the album Snuff by Linguinata. Trevheimer? Trueheimer? It's like true Heimer, but with if the U was a V, kind of like chiverches. Um I'm gonna go with Trev Heimer. He says, "Okay, now I am choking on soda and low-key want to take acid and be naked."
0: <laughs> That's not the one I read. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I think that just, it really encapsulates all of the tasting notes you could possibly get from listening to this album. Because it's a pretty dense album. It makes a lot of allusions to other music. It tells uh, Various know. things. It, it really tells a story. Um, it really speaks to the musicianship and sort of the courage that comes out through this album. Um, and we know that we got a happy ending because we know that, well, I guess we actually don't know that we got a happy ending. Because uh, Trev Heimer said, now I am choking on soda. We don't know that he ever recovered. He could have. Uh, he could have posted, still been choking on the soda, and maybe he just didn't make it. Uh, anyway, so that does it for bandcamp reviews for this month. I'm gonna have some more
0: bandcamp reviews, possibly of. So uh, okay, he, he, there's a really important thing that we're, we're ignoring, and I'm sorry for not jumping in before you started the outro of that. But <laughs> the thing is, yeah, no, go ahead, please. So, so for one, th- he did what we do. Mm. But both funnier and faster. Yeah. And, like, n- no one no one goes looking for this podcast in the same way they go looking for that album. And that's going to be attached to the album. When, As we are recording this now, I, too, am at least half naked. I am not wearing pants as, as we record this. And it has not been brought up. And it didn't dawn on me on how important that was. That must be really important to bring up. Hey, all of the reviews we're giving today... I had to take my pants off. Yeah. Are you, are you wearing,
1: yeah. Okay. You're wearing socks though. I
0: am wearing socks.
1: So, I mean, from my view, cause we're across a table, I, I knew you weren't wearing pants cause I walked in and said, Hey, nice shorts. Yeah. Um, they, they have a very nice print on them.
0: Yes. I'm wearing me undies. Um, yeah. Were those from last year?
1: Uh, yeah. I got them for Christmas actually. Yeah. They're good. They're like, uh, they're kind of like a, like a nice tasteful sweater. Mm-hmm. They've got little polar bears and that those cool sort of like snowflake patterns. Yeah. I really like them. Uh, I wish I could have had a pair for myself. But I want to find out what the line is for being half-naked because you normally wear how many, like, pieces of clothing? Like a, like right. a shirt, pants, underwear. I'm going to call socks one item. Let's sure take sure. shoes out of the equation because they're more of, like, a utility. So let's say, like, four, nice even. Yep. You're wearing three of four right now. Okay. So I'd say you're a quarter naked.
0: Right, but if I was shirtless... Someone would look at me and immediately go, "That man's half Dude's naked." Because it's half your body, right? Yeah, so, I'd say more than half your body's covered right now. Well, I mean, again, the socks definitely are a utility of the fact that the temperature just dipped after mm. being really fucking hot and humid. Now it's like forty degrees and cold. Yeah, that's the way. Ain't that just the way? I'm in the I'm in the spooky
1: October mood though, dude. Yeah, I'm loving this. i say I'm uh, I got some some spooky podcasts I've been listening to. I'm reading a spooky book right now had um shout out to uh two brewing Rhodes mary's Baby which is like one of the best uh not only one of the best pumpkin beers around one of the best beers period and they only release it in october
0: and I had it last night it's so good i'm gonna Every i'm gonna year. ask you details about that after the show um what's next? I mean we don't really have much left so what's next you you ask, my good friend, is me opening up my notes so I can read it to you. Inbox zero, baby! Oh, shit. Uh, hold on, wait, wait, I got something for you. Okay.
2: Ah. That, you that turned out a lot better than I expected. <laughs> that was pretty good.
0: <laughs> I hope that the editing it doesn't get cut out. Uh, one in Inbox Zero this month, and um because we're recording it so late, it actually was released in October, not September. Hell yeah! Is um, have you ever heard of the band Wanderlust? Mm, no. Yeah. So the thing is, is and I'm not I'm not here to insult anybody, but I feel bad about that name because as I googled them, I found that. That is a super common name. That is the name of so many playlists, all the way down to when they when they named their own YouTube channel. Because this is going on about a music video, they had to name themselves Wanderlust Dash Band or whatever. So
1: yeah, I mean, I don't wanna, I don't wanna shit on these guys. I don't. No, they're a good band because I'm sure they're great. But they, yeah. the name Wanderlust to me says like that's the same type of person who would go to Bonnaroo um, and then like unironically engage in what they call a bohemian lifestyle and have like words like 3d letters on their wall that say like live laugh love or like friends are everything and like maybe they take a picture with their friends on their instagram of them holding their hands in a half heart shape (laughs) together and and they're like like my my best friend is my best friend i don't know what (laughs) these people do
0: i try to avoid them at all costs but it's those kinds of people right i know exactly what you mean Having, having met a few, it's it's always weird to find out that they'll spend $300 on this ticket. And then they have to spend an entire week just pooping in a small room that's baking in the sun all day. Is that how the toilets are, a boner room? God, yeah, I mean, it's not or a bathroom. It's just, it's just outhouses, which is like a two-foot by one-foot room that actually gets smaller the longer you're in it. It's not an optical illusion. It's a fact. Wow. Yeah, and the, the plastic walls are sweaty. And it's like a week of just like kombucha and just curry just just coming out of the back end, the derriere yeah. of somebody. It's a horrible, horrible lifestyle. So Wanderlust. Um, I think this is pronounced magents or magents or magents? Magnets. It's not magnets, <laughs> which I want to clarify. That is not what it is. Um, so these guys, which uh, they are from Lima, Peru, um, they released a music video for their upcoming album that's coming out Um, and and I I just want to get ahead which I kind of already did on my notes here but assuming you don't want to find the wrong one on Bandcamp or on YouTube just make a point to type in Wanderlust Magents because I did accidentally have to listen to some like stock music indie folk playlist when I was looking for their actual music video to play out Um, so make a point to to type in that whole thing or or... head
1: over to the link dump which you can find linked Right below this show, if you're listening on our page on the website, or you can find over at feckingbahamas.com, If you just go to this uh, this show's page and follow the link dump, hey, it'll be right there. Hell yeah! Probably right, in, probably squished right next to like uh, a link about like outhouses or some bullshit <laughs> or like a tesseract. Maybe
0: I think that's yep. what you're describing by becoming smaller all the time. Yeah. Uh, so what we're looking at here. This is a twinkly guitar, staccato rhythm, and exciting changes in riffs. Uh, interplaying guitars and energetic bass lines. I wouldn't call it heavy because the distortion never gets there. At most, there's like a light distortion. Um, but I wouldn't call it a lighthearted affair. It sounded to me kind of like the quintessential modern math rock that you, that is Chris, you, not the listeners, mm-hmm. and friend of the show Crispy James would trade or tell me about uh, every now and again. Maybe mostly James could we got that tappy, that... that you know, that twinkly dilly uh, kind of stuff going on. Um, since they specifically asked us to share the music video itself, I, that's all I'm going to say about the music. So if you look up Wanderlust Magent's official music video, it will come up. And the channel is called Wanderlust Band, which kind of already went over. Uh, the video has all three members, which is a three-piece, uh, in a bunch of footage that is like half opaque. Uh, of, like, carnival rides, ski trips, mountains and beaches and fires just overlaid over them while they play the song. So if you remember uh, being a young, beautiful, model American citizen in college making a blood pact at a beach bonfire, this is the video that will remind you of that. That's exactly what I was expecting. Yeah.
1: Uh, I've been just doing a little bit of background re- research on the word magent or magent. Um, I, I'm, I'm coming up with basically nothing here, except uh, a magency is a piece of music used specifically for a belly dancer's entrance into a performance. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Huh. I also found uh, the, actually the top result for, for majence, if you, if you click through and say, no, I did not mean magnets, um, <laughs> Urban Dictionary, And it says, the physical feeling of pain every second of your existence, or your body being a magnet towards such pain. A definition's by Space Commie from June 11th of this year. Uh, Zero thumbs up. Also zero thumbs down. So, you know, let's not. It's it's a neutral definition at this point. If underserved. Okay, let's get into the outro. Let's get into the outro where we
0: talk about some non-math albums that we like. So this month, which actually might have been this month of October, not just September, dropped um, New Jersey. Oh, I guess I do have one American band I talk about. New Jersey band. I'm pretty sure they're from New Jersey. Pine Grove. They dropped the album Skylight. Not a math rock band at all. Um, But, man, I fucking love this band. It is like... The singer isn't a country-sounding singer, but he sounds like if country evolved into something that was... Uh, I don't know, not country anymore, I guess. And it's, we're talking about a, a very chill, very relaxed, uh, just rock group, dude. Uh, never heavy, never really distorted, uh, not even really like yelling, no screaming, nothing like that. So this isn't going to be a challenging thing to listen to. This is something that any group of friends I'm around, I can put on. The tones are really good. So this is something that s- someone who's annoyed by shitty tones, namely myself, mm. uh, you can listen to and not be annoyed by, but anyone who maybe doesn't share the, I don't know, the music taste that we all seem to share, uh, they can listen to this and also find it very enjoyable. It's calm. It's relaxing. It's good, good, good. Well, that's good to
1: hear. Yeah. I'm glad there's something that's just just enjoyable in this
0: fucking hell of an existence. It it br- <laughs> it brings me back to it's the fall, and it's supposed to be my favorite time of the year. And I mm. put this album on, and then I forget that we have gone from raining for five weeks straight to it's 78 and humid, to, like, it's breaching 80, to Mm. now it's 40, and that happened all in one fucking day. Yeah, man. And it's raining again. I really dig the rain this time of year, though. I'm like, bring it on, especially
1: because the rain is really loud in my apartment, so it's just really nice. It's just all rain
0: sounds all the time. See, I, I live in the studio that we record in, which has no windows. Yeah, you can't really enjoy it. Nothing to enjoy. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, But speaking of really good tones, I also
1: picked something that was super duper tone heavy. Yes. Um, It's got beautiful, sultry guitar tones throughout. And of course, I'm talking about Reflections of a Floating World by the band Elder. Um, This is, I'd say it's pretty math adjacent. It's definitely like heavy prog rock, um, but it's not something you could put on at a party, depending on who you're hanging out with certain parties yeah totally um but you'd mostly just want to tell people no 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 shut up shut up shut up listen to this part listen to it oh it's so good you know like when you try to show somebody a song yeah and they're just not interested in it be like no 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 no. right right here this is the part this is it just check it out yeah
0: (laughs) and then they're just not impressed fun fact the first time i listened to this was uh of the show, Crispy James, showing me a vinyl record of it that he oh, had. Oh, yeah, dude. And it was him doing that to me six times. Yeah, because,
1: all right, the, all right, the songs are anywhere between like, I think the, sh- the shortest song is eight and a half minutes. Yep. Um, and they range from that to like 13 and a half. But there are just so many movements throughout and they bring back motifs and stuff. And it, it they have a very they're, they're very good at striking that balance between being interesting minute to minute and then just having an overall interesting composition throughout. Mm. So you're never bored and it doesn't feel like you're listening to a 13 minute song. Um, But you got to be in that sort of, you know, sub metal kind of mood for those like heavy guitars. It never gets into like an abrasive territory, but
0: super, super bassy and tone heavy and everything is interesting throughout it. I know this is really a bad comparison, but you might know what I mean. It reminds me of Red Fang, not in Mm. abrasiveness, but in like it's it's, the tones are warm. The tones Mm. are that, that good. Like my dad would listen to the tones of this.
1: Yeah, if um, if Red Fang is crushing a beer can against your head, um, <laughs> yep, yep, this yep, is yep. sitting
0: down to read a nice book. <laughs> <laughs> by comparison, with like an egg on your head from having crushed a beer can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's
1: after you've crushed the beer can, yeah. and you have a large, you have a large egg uh, right on your forehead. Let's move into the actual
2: outro. Room temperature sweet is produced and hosted from beyond the mortal plane by Santino Blood Harvest Tartaglia. And me, Chris Midnight Burial Walker, Nick Grave Thirst Hunter, is our managing producer. Our theme this month is the seven inch version of Floorboards by Roz and the Rice Cakes. Exit and bump music provided by Nick Reinhardt's Spooky Sounds 3, You can find links to those songs along with every gruesome, bloody topic discussed on this show's landing page at feckinbahamas.com That's the spot for our full catalogue of human body parts, articles, creatures embalmed in jars, videos, and the sound of someone scraping at the window. Hit us up with your ideas, questions. If you'd like to hear your music featured on the show, or anything else by sending us a scary message at roomtempodcast at gmail.com This episode was recorded deep within the sunken city of the Great Old Ones not in the spaces we know but between them where they walk serene and bridal undimensioned and to us unseen.